Hello to all you fine folks out there in the hinterlands. It's Rockin' Max, and we are kicking off your work week with a quick bit of myth here at 5 Minutes of Folklore, y'all. Greetings, lovely listeners. And guys, this is Nightmares and Daydreams, obviously, not just 5 Minutes of Folklore. Whoa, wait, wait. I'm on the wrong podcast. Exactly, man. <laughs> okay, first off, just real quick, some of you have asked, and uh, no, we did not see the white lady of the Frio River on our recent trip to the area. Thankfully. Wait, you didn't you didn't see her? I didn't see her. I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't see her either, actually. <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm. I think there was part of me that was you know, you always want to see supernatural stuff, but you don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Calm down, Maxie. You had barbecue bravery, my friend. <laughs> That's true. I had a barbecue hangover, actually. <laughs> I had an actual hangover, you amateur. <laughs> Shall we say it? And you know, gang, the Frio River was super low when we went. So we couldn't tube the river. After all, sure was a shame, but never fear. Your boys posted up in the deep part of the river by our cabin, threw up some shade, drank like fishes, and we reminisced on past misdeeds. The sorry state of the Dallas Cowboys, which Max doesn't care about because he loves soccer. That's true. True. Listos verdes. That's cute. Anyways. <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, it was a great time, even though For sure. because of rot, we didn't get to tube. Mm, it was my fault. Yeah. It was great seeing all the boys again. So that was our first time all being together since the dreaded Rona. For sure. But you're right, man. It was a good time, even though we didn't tube, and uh, going back next year for an extra day. Oh, yeah. And gang, got a bit of news. Mm -hmm. Rock played 5th edition D&D for the first time. I did. What'd you think, Rock? Honestly, man, I I thought I'd hate it, but 5e is pretty cool. I still might prefer 3.5, but I can see why you like 5th edition, man. Yeah, yeah. It streamlines it quite a bit. Totally. All right. Let's get back on track. About time. What are we talking about today, Rock? We're talking about El Cibon Gang, which means the Whistler. Ooh, El Cinnabon. I love that place. It's not even close, man. Oh. You're, once again, you love to disrespect legends. You disrespect <laughs> our Appalachian <laughs> listeners with not believing in the not deer. Wait, what? Now you're disrespecting our South American listeners by calling them the Cinnabon. All right. <laughs> Do not appreciate it, bro. <laughs> All right. The Whistler. So, like, La Lechusa? No, I mean, something like that. But we'll get into that later. So he's also known as El Sinfin, which translates to the endless. Sounds ominous. A mm, little bit. Okay, Rock. So I'll posit the question then. What or who is El Silbon? That's a bit of a complicated question, Maxie, because he holds such a legendary position in the folklore from which he stems, you know, in that area. Which I'm assuming, judging from the name, well, I guess you just said... He's from Latin America. Correct. Yeah, he's a figure out of Venezuelan folklore, and his legend is strong as in the Los Llanos region, which is bordered by the Amazon on the south and the Andes to the north. So his name means the Whistler. Yeah, yeah. And you asked what he was. So let's just get into that real quick. First off, he's this three-meter-tall skeletal figure who wanders the land, you know, wearing this kind of gaucho kind of cowboy hat. And he's forever carrying a large bag over his shoulder. Ooh, the sack man. Kind of, All right. but a little different. It's never good when supernatural figures carry bags, y'all. True, man. So according to the lore, in the bag are the bones of his father, Ooh. whom he murdered. That's sad. And because of this murder, the young man was cursed by his grandfather. So it was this curse that caused the guy to turn into El Silbon? Yeah, and the cause of the murder varies, you know, because in some tell, he's this kind of spoiled, really, you know, rich kid. 
just a really entitled kid whose father fails to bring him his favorite meat or dinner, which is deer meat. And so in his rage, the kid murders his father. Wow. Crazy. And, you know, in other tales, he's a young man who's fallen in love with the lady of the night. Mm-hmm. And his father, upon catching them, murders the woman. Now the son who goes just insane with rage, in turn, murders his father. So in some tales, depending on your point of view, the murder may be more or less justified. Yeah. While in other, he's just purely a brat who deserves to be cursed, or so it seems. Agreed, you know. But in any case, his grandfather discovers the murder, and he has his grandson tied up, beaten, whipped, doused in alcohol, and, you know, driven off and set upon by starving dogs. Sounds like a nice family. Then he lays his heavy-duty curse on his grandson, which results in the young man becoming El Silbon. So, all right, Maxi, give us the stats on El Silbon. I know you did some research, too. All right, y'all. So, kind of like La Llorona, El Silbon is something of a tragic spirit. Tragic, but deadly. True. It said he wanders the land, the sack over his shoulder, searching for unlucky travelers who dare cross his path. So, is this just like any traveler? Well, like La Lechusa, besides the whistling aspect, he tends to go after drunks. Show is sad. As well as womanizers, abusers, and the odd, unlucky person who just happens to cross his path. So, like, wrong place, wrong time. All right, man, so what exactly is up with the whistles? So, the whistle has a very specific cadence, and the people of the region know it when they hear it. And this is the thing. Say you're out traveling the area and you hear it, right? Yeah. The closer it sounds, ironically, the safer you are. So then, if it sounds distant, then are you telling me El Silbon is like right up in your grill? Yeah. At that point, it just might be too late. You might be killed entirely and stuffed in his bag of bones. Damn. Unless you're drunk, of course. Then... El Silbon sucks the alcohol out of you through your navel, of course, as one does. As you do. And then pulls all your bones out of your body in the same manner. Ouch, damn. Your navel will never be the same. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that sucks. Literally. But it also causes you to become a wandering spirit attached to El Silbon. Oh, wow. Which means your soul also can never rest. Damn. So is there any protection to be had against this character? There is. Very much like the Kushtaka, you remember him, the yep. land outer man out of Clinket myth? Totally. El Silbon is frightened of dogs. Mm. Like the sound of a barking dog will just send him scurrying. And that's another reason we love doggos on this pod. Mm-hmm. So, gang, before we leave, let's just get into a quick story of El Silbon. One fateful night in the Venezuelan plains, an enraged father unleashed a true tragedy. The father said, I've told you not to bring that whore into the family. Like father, like son, the young man couldn't contain his rage. And so he hit his father, a bit of his own medicine. When the boy's grandfather found out what happened, he punished him, like people used to punish. He cursed him to wander without rest for all eternity and handed him over to the dog so they could finish him off. The story doesn't end there. The boy revived and he continues to wander the savanna, 
carrying his father's remains in a bag, murdering womanizing men, always whistling his infernal melody. When you hear it close by, he's far away. And when you hear it far away, he's close. To this day, it continues to happen on the Venezuelan plains. Dang. Sad story, however you slice it, whichever version. I know, man. You know, so I figure we should cancel our trip to the Los Llanos region of Venezuela, you know, for safety's sake, like we do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Venezuela is really on the uh, go-to <laughs> list right now, but I'll go ahead and cancel the Airbnb just in case. Hey, we're, we're just, you know, we're like free-flowing. We go wherever the legends are, <laughs> yeah. but when they get too dangerous, we always peace out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, party people, with that last bit of myth, we are done. Thanks for hanging out with Max and myself. You know we appreciate it. Gang, if y'all want to hear more about El Silbon, let us know. Please do. And as you know, we get enough votes, we'll crack the books proper and do an entire pod on the famous Whistler. The bard of our show, the great and powerful Teresa Joy, is continually casting charm person on all you fine folks. <laughs> with your permission, of course. Mm-hmm. Find and follow her at Vilebright on Facebook and Instagram. You guys all failed to save, so you love the pod. That's what happens. And speaking of the socials, please follow your boys on all of them. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Apotamus, Twitter. You know we love to hear from you. And we want your stories, gang. Please send them to us at nightmarespod at gmail.com. Or on our own damn website at nightmarespodcast.net. Scroll down, see the wolves, and holler at your boys. And please share the show, gang. Max speaks true, y'all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, be good to each other and... Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.